lads, I'm completely blown away by your response to that the first episode. Like, I actually am dead. I can't believe it. I didn't expect even five people to listen to my podcast, let alone 500, because that's what I just got. Literally just got an email there before I sat down to do this, saying that there was 500 downloads. 500 downloads. That's huge. Like, imagine, put 500 people in a room right now. Imagine that. It's actually crazy. And I know that's obviously not a lot to some, but to me, that's fucking huge. Did, really didn't expect it. Really didn't expect it. So I just want to say thank you so, 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 so much for all your lovely messages. Um, if you told your friends, if you told anyone, um, if you shared it on your story, I just want to thank you so, so much because that helps me more than you even realize. And I'm so grateful for it. And it just makes me really excited to keep producing content like podcast wise. I actually prefer the whole podcast avenue as like a contenty kind of thing. Uh, reason being is just because Instagram, right? So I don't mind coming on stories because like I don't really give a shit what I look like on my stories. But I feel like if I were to choose like the YouTube route or something like that, it's video. So you kind of have to be a bit conscious of what you're looking. I know you don't have to, but like I would be a bit conscious of what I'm looking like. Like I want to look all right. Like <laughs> I don't want to look bad. Whereas I'm sitting here right now, just after a session, my hair is scraped back. I'm in my dressing gown, my brand new dressing gown, by the way, Victoria's Secret dressing gown. It's not, it's not in any way saucy, <laughs> not at all, but it's the softest thing I've ever come across. I got it for my birthday and lads, you need a Victoria's Secret dressing gown. It's so soft. It's the black one, just in case anyone wants to go on and have a look. But yeah, so I'm sitting here literally looking, I don't even know what I'm looking like, but it's just a huge pressure off knowing that I can just kind of come on and do it when I feel like doing it and that I don't have to make myself like uber presentable, you know? Like I said, I don't mind coming on my stories and just chatting because I don't really care what I look like on those. But even when I'm posting like actual pictures, on Instagram, I mentioned it in my last one, like I hate taking pictures. I'm just not in any way photogenic and it takes so long and I just get so frustrated because I'm never happy with the photo that I get. So yeah, that's why I prefer podcasts. And I feel like you can kind of say what you want in a podcast and there's very little repercussions for it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know why I think that, but I just feel like it's a little bit more kind of off the cuff and less rehearsed, I guess. So the podcast I'm going to cover today, the topic is going to be around maintenance. Um, the reason I chose around maintenance is because if you were watching my story, you would have seen that I had to postpone my photo shoot, which I was really excited about. Um, so I'm Deva and I had to postpone a good few other things that I'm also absolutely fuming about. But sure, look, I can't do anything about it. Gotta get on with it. I think also when you like when you make the decision to cancel something, it's always the thinking about it that's the worst. So like thinking about whether you're going to cancel it or whether you're going to go for it or whatever, that's the worst part. But now that I feel I've made a decision, I feel a lot more at peace with it. So I'm actually okay. But don't get me wrong, I was absolutely devastated during the week. But yeah, so I'm going to choose maintenance, going to talk about that. And it's something that came up a lot in suggestions when I put up the suggestion box a couple of days ago. So I just said, fuck it, why not do it now? Seeing as that's what I am doing. So firstly, what is maintenance? Maintenance is basically a phase where you are eating the same amount that you are expending. So you're intaking the same amount that you're outputting. Um, so it means that you've got this balance. And if you think about it, like, do you know those scales that you put, like a seesaw? There we go, that's better. So if you think about it, like a seesaw, one side, if you put something on it, is down, the other side is up, whereas... When there's two things on it and your feet are both touching the floor, 
it's level. I feel like this is the worst analogy I could have used, but it's what came to my head. So it's when you're taking in the same amount that you're burning, okay? Um, so it's different to like a deficit or to a surplus. So a deficit, you're taking in less than you're burning. So you're, you're burning more than you're taking in. And then your surplus then is you're eating more than you're burning. So you're taking in more than you're expending. Um, and that's what leads to gain and that, that's what leads to fat loss. But then the maintenance area is what leads to you just staying the same. So what are the benefits of a maintenance phase? So basically you just, it's a time for you to relax, to take your foot off the pedal a little bit, to give yourself a little bit of mental space so that you're not constantly focused on like having this goal and having to reach something and having to stay within your calories and having to do this and that and all that kind of crack. So it's just kind of a time for you to chill out a little bit. It's also a time for you to kind of work on your strength um, with regards to training, if that's what you're doing. So you can really progress a whole lot with your strength um, in the gym or at home, seeing as that's what we're all doing right now. Um, so it's just time for you to get really strong. And then that in turn will help with you building muscle. And the stronger you are, obviously, the more fun everything is because you're picking up heavier things. <laughs> uh, it also is just a time where you can be a whole lot more social. So it can allow for more kind of family time, more drinks. It can allow for more meals out. Not that we're having them out right now, but takeaways then, I guess. Or um, it can allow for just more treats and being more adventurous with your food. It's also a time where you just have a whole lot more energy and life is just a bit more enjoyable, I guess. Everything is just a bit better. Your hair is better, your skin's better, your sleep's better, your mood is better. Everything is just better. Your training's better. Everything's better. And like I said, most importantly, it gives you that mental space. I had a question and it was, when do you know when to go to maintenance? So you should probably kind of know yourself. So there's two ways of knowing. There's one way when it's like goal orientated and you've reached your goal and you feel really happy, you're content with where you're at and you're comfortable in your own skin. Um, and then there's the other one where it's you're in the middle of your dieting phase, but you're kind of getting a bit fed up. You're finding it difficult to stick to the food. You're really hungry. Your training's gone to shite. Your sleep's gone to shite and everything is just a bit more of a chore. That's when I would maybe suggest a maintenance phase or a dieting break. Also, just for the record, nobody ever has to go into like a fat loss phase or has to have a goal or anything like that. This is like, I'm just talking about this from a point of view of someone who was maybe coming from fat loss and has now reached their goal or is getting fed up and they need to take a break. That's the, that's the angle that I'm taking this from. So how to figure out your maintenance? There's a few ways of doing it. The way that I like to do it from a perspective of someone who was in a deficit is the calories you're on now, if they're low, bring them up and keep bringing them up and keep watching your progress. If let's say, let's say for argument's sake, you were on 1800 calories and that was your deficit. So you want to go into maintenance phase. So the first thing I would do is I'd bring them up to 1900 and I'd watch my, my weight. I'd watch my clothes. I'd watch how I was feeling in myself on the 1900 calories for about a week, if not more. And then what I would do is if I was still dropping or I was still feeling like I was getting maybe a little bit leaner, then I would bring them up again to the 2000 mark. And again, I'd just watch the whole process again and just figure out, am I maintaining right now or am I still dropping? Because if I'm still dropping, it means I can pop them up again and go 2100 and keep going until you get to the point where you actually just stay level. Or you could do like a calculation. So I'll actually, I wonder, can you put that in description? I don't know if you can do that on podcast, but I'm going to put like a little calculation in the description. What I do is I get my body weight in pounds 
and I multiply it by about 14. So you can do between 14 and 16. That's kind of the range. But I like to do 14 because I feel like that's a good place to start because it's not like the, the way high end of the scale. So you can kind of watch your progress then on on that number. So by 14, because the deficit one is between 10 and 12. So your body weight in pounds multiplied by 14. That's to start your maintenance phase. And then what you could do then is be like, okay, monitoring my progress on this for a little while. How am I going? Am I still staying the same? Am I dropping? Am I gaining? And then you can kind of make adjustments based off that. So that is how you would go about figuring out how to get into a maintenance phase. So yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm very, very excited about eating more and training harder and just being able to add chorizo into my pasta dish. <laughs> like, it's literally the small things because like on a dieting phase, generally I'd start to pull those kind of extras back um, and they're all the extras that people love the most. Like who doesn't love chorizo except for obviously vegetarians and vegans. But it just, I don't know, just adds, it adds something special. So that's what's for dinner today. I'm having chicken, pasta and chorizo and cream cheese. And again, because I'm in a maintenance phase, it means I'm going to have a bigger portion of pasta than I usually would. So instead of having 100 grams, I'm going to have 150. That's the cooked weight, by the way. I'm going to have my chicken, going to have 30 grams chorizo and Philadelphia and fuck on a load of cheese on top. And I'm beyond excited. It's very sad. But yeah, so those are the things that kind of get cut when I'm in a dieting phase is like cheeses and chorizo. What else? That's about it, really. I still will use them, but I'll use them really conservatively because like that they do rack up a lot of calories so it's annoying and when you're in a dieting phase you need to make sure that you have a lot of volume and when you add in things like that that are very calorie dense they usually don't have a whole lot of volume to them so then you end up just being hungry the meal is really tasty but you're just still kind of hungry so then you end up picking at more things anyway what i'm going to do now is i'm going to go into those questions that you asked some of them i kind of will probably already answered throughout the start of this so i'm just going to pull them up now Okay, so I'm just going to answer them randomly because it'll take a lot of effort if I have to keep like putting them in order. So the first one is, does your protein need to increase for maintenance? No, it doesn't. Um, your protein can stay the same. You can add in extra protein if you want to, but your body can only absorb a certain amount anyway. And it can only utilize a certain amount, not absorb, but it can only utilize a certain amount. So there's just no point really in having too much protein because you could use those calories for cheese <laughs> and chorizo and chocolate and potatoes and more pasta so yeah no you can keep your protein the same i generally put most of my clients on about 120 130 grams of protein i just i don't don't see the need to go any more than that and i can think i think it's quite difficult to get a lot of protein and i would struggle now if i was having to get in like i remember doing other kind of coaches things before where i would have had my protein really high at like 150 160 170 and it was hard. It was really hard. And I found it very hard to stick to because I constantly felt like I was failing because I wasn't actually reaching that protein goal. So I think it's easier if you just bring your protein down and reach it, reach the goal that you've set and it'll make it easier if you stick to and it'll make it then more enjoyable. And then you won't have that like failure aspect of it, if you know what I mean. So yeah, your protein can stay the same with regards to then what's the next one how will i know when i've reached my maintenance after being in a deficit like i said earlier it depends completely on how you're feeling or if you feel like you just need a diet break so if you feel like you're at your goal like you're happy and you're confident in your clothes you're happy and confident in your body you're comfortable that would probably be a great indicator that you could probably stop dieting and start having some more fun <laughs> um, or you could just take that diet break if you feel that you haven't really reached it yet 
but you're starting to feel lethargic and fed up all that kind of shit is when you need to take a break you know next question when losing weight in deficit for six weeks should you go to maintenance short-term break and back to deficit so yeah i would recommend doing that especially if you feel like your goal is a long way away um i would just break it up a couple of times throughout your deficit phase just like i said to give yourself that mental break and there will come a point where you can't really drop your calories much further you just it wouldn't be good for you it wouldn't be good for your health it wouldn't be good for your menstrual cycle it wouldn't be good for your brain it wouldn't be good for just your mood it wouldn't be good for anything wouldn't be good for your family and friends because they wouldn't want to be around you so yeah I definitely think you should probably schedule in some diet breaks but the way that I kind of approach with my clients is I just judge it by their check-ins each week I don't like judge it by their measurements or their photos or how they're looking but I judge it by how they're feeling so I think that's really important and how they feel in themselves and how their energy is and how their training sessions are going like I said earlier so next question would you ever not count your calories if you were just on maintenance so i'm at the i'm i'm at the stage of my whole kind of journey since i ever first started tracking that i am quite confident to not track i don't need to track but in saying that i have been doing this for a very long time i think people kind of go into tracking and they think that they'll only need it for a couple of weeks and sure that might be absolutely relevant to you but to a lot of people you need a lot longer to be working on educating yourself with calories and portion sizes for yourself and all that kind of crack in order for you to confidently move away from tracking so me myself yes I definitely can there are times that I still will track especially if they're meals and foods that I wouldn't be used to having so if they're new to me then I would definitely track them because I might not I might not know the amount of calories that might be in this thing or what kind of portion size I'm going for but generally I can pull away from tracking but I wouldn't do it for the first couple of weeks or the first at least maybe one or two weeks of your maintenance phase because remember you're trying to get used to new portion sizes and getting used to new calories so if you just decide okay I'm going into maintenance now I can stop tracking and I can stop doing this like you might not be in a maintenance you might then just accidentally put yourself into surplus or you might still be in deficit and then you won't get the benefits of what you're trying to aim for basically so the next question is do you just up your calories straight into maintenance or do it slowly over a few weeks so i like to do it kind of slowly but you can pull it straight back up there's no right or wrong way of doing it and when it comes to things like when you're on your period and stuff i mentioned i think i mentioned that in my last um podcast but when it comes to being around your period, I tell my clients to bring their calories up for that week, just straight up. I don't get them to slowly bring them up. Like just bring it straight up, have your food, nothing bad's going to happen. It's going to be grand. But when it's, you're coming out of a dieting phase, like for a longer period of time, I would just take it a little bit slower, but like, and just kind of gaze, gauge how your progress is going. But you can absolutely bring it straight up, but you're probably going to be a lot more accurate if you just take it a little bit slower. So the next question is, do you gain weight when going from calorie deficit back to maintenance? So weight and fat are two very different things. So when you bring your calories up to maintenance, it is possible that your your scales might read heavier. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you've gained fat. It can just generally mean that you have more volume now in your system. It doesn't actually mean that you've gained fat or anything like that. So that's why it's important to take like pictures, judge how your clothes are going, scales, measurements. That's you need like a full circle of tools to monitor your progress so that you don't just see the scales go up and be like, oh, fuck, no, I'm too high here. I've got to drop the calories again. But you absolutely won't gain fat in a maintenance phase as long as you are actually doing it correctly and you're actually eating at maintenance. Um, If you're not eating at maintenance, you're eating a surplus, then yes, you will. You will gain fat. Because remember, when you're in a maintenance phase, you're eating the same amount that you're burning. 
So your body should stay the exact same. Whereas if you were eating more than you're burning, you'll gain. Whereas if you're eating less, you will still drop. So yeah, you're like, as long as maintenance is done correctly, you'll stay the same. Next question is, will you lose weight and maintenance if exercising four to five days a week cardio and weights? So if your cardio and weight sessions are putting you into a deficit, then yes. But if they're not and you're still eating enough calories to maintain, then you'll stay in a maintenance. I know this is like a little bit confusing, but you can create a deficit by exercise or by your food or both. And if you're eating your maintenance calories, but you're then burning loads of calories outside of that, that's not you eating at maintenance. So a lot of the questions seem to be, you all seem to be very concerned with like gaining fat and just gaining basically um, in a maintenance phase. So as long as you're doing everything at your actual maintenance, then you're going to be grand. But also lads, there's a lot worse things to happen than gain a little bit of weight. And you're not going to gain it that fast, especially if you're monitoring it. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not going to gain a shit ton of fat and you're not going to undo all your eight weeks of dieting just by one week at maintenance. Absolutely not. I think we need to all get a little bit more comfortable with the idea of weight gain and stop putting so much emphasis on what your body looks like all the time. I know that sounds weird coming from someone who's a fat loss specialist, but but you just need to be happy in yourself and not concentrate so much on the external. I think when you work more on your internal and how you feel like confidence wise, how you feel with your stress levels, how you feel in your mindset, how you feel in all those things are so much more important than what is reflecting back to you on the scales or if your jeans feel that little bit tighter, like big fucking shit they can feel looser again if you just go back into a deficit after a little while do you know what I mean so I think we all need to take a bit of a chill and just not get so into it like so into your head about gaining weight because it's really not the worst thing in the world and I know that's it's hard it's hard to hear that because you're like well to me it's really important and yeah it is really important to you but think about your head like how important is your head and your mental space to you as well? That's why a maintenance phase can be good too, because it kind of takes the focus away from you constantly looking at yourself for progress and constantly wanting something to change. You know, it kind of just gets you a bit comfortable with where you're at. So I think that's really important. I hope that makes sense. I get it though. Like I do 100% get it. I just want people to be a little bit more confident in themselves. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight or wanting to lose fat or anything like that. But it's just, I... I really want people to work on their mindset area of it and just just be a bit nicer to yourself and understand that whatever does happen if you do worst case scenario gain a little bit of fat or a little bit of weight it can all be lost again you know it can all be lost again and once your relationship with food is pretty good it's not as if you're going to be going into these full-on binges that are going to cause you to then rapidly put on weight so that's why it's important to work on your mindset that was a bit of a ramble and I got a little bit sidetracked, but I hope that makes sense. So the next question is, can you effectively build muscle on maintenance? And uh, long story short, yes, but there is some technicalities to it that if I go into talking about them now, it will just confuse the fuck out of everyone. <laughs> so I'm just not going to do that. Uh, but yes, you can. You build more muscle than you will um, if you were to try and build muscle in a deficit. Like it, you can build muscle in a deficit, but it's it's quite hard and it's a very, very slow process. But in maintenance, you can build a lot more muscle. And obviously in a surplus, you can build a whole lot more muscle. It'll be a whole lot faster. But lads, surpluses are no joke. I reckon I've never actually intentionally done one. I've accidentally done many surpluses by accident. <laughs> but I, I think I would actually struggle a lot with the surplus phase of it. I don't know if I'd ever voluntarily 
go to a surplus phase but there's lots of people that do that's just I, I think I would find that very hard but again that's something that could maybe take me out of my comfort zone and that maybe that's an area that I need to work on so yeah there you go there's a little bit of insight the next question is should you be checking in on yourself every so often to make sure you're not gaining yeah you probably should you should probably keep an eye on it maybe not as regimented as you would have been before but like maybe bi-weekly you could see how you were going but you'll probably notice it in yourself anyway Do you know you'll probably notice it in your clothes and stuff um if you were starting to gain a little bit if that was something that you really wanted to avoid but again like i said it would be worthwhile giving your brain a bit of a, a break from searching for progress and fat gain and fat loss and all that kind of stuff so it probably Yes and no is the answer. But for the first little while, I probably would monitor it just so that you can find out your your happy place with your maintenance calories. Okay, so I'd say we'll probably wrap it up there. I hope you learned something from it. And I hope now you're a little bit more comfortable with the idea of a maintenance phase. And lads, when I tell you maintenance is so much fun, you would have seen on my reels, well, you might've seen on my reels, I posted it yesterday, a big cheesy mac and cheese pasta dish. It was like a fajita, jalapeno, chorizo, mac and cheese. It was divine. Uh, I was able to have a huge portion. I was able to throw in some extra garlic bread, some extra chorizo, some extra cheese, all because I'm in this maintenance phase. And it meant I went to bed in an absolute carb coma. It was stunning. So yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode. And if anyone has any suggestions of what you'd like me to talk about next, do please message me. I'm so open to suggestions, so open to feedback. And I also have ordered an actual microphone. So hopefully the quality next time will be a lot better because I'm just doing this literally from my phone right now. So yeah, any suggestions at all will be greatly appreciated. And again, thank you so, so much for all the love you've given it so far. It's been crazy. You've blown me away. And yeah, it just makes me really excited to keep going. Also, if there was anyone that listens to this and you enjoyed it, if you could share it on your story, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your dog, tell whoever will listen to you to come and listen to my podcast because I'd really appreciate it. So yeah, until next time, we'll chat soon.